If you're a bride living in or planning their wedding in the Hudson Valley region of New York, then this podcast is for you. This is Hudson Valley Bride, where we'll chat with established wedding vendors in the area to get their expert tips, advice, and best practices so your wedding planning experience can run as smoothly as possible. Welcome to the Hudson Valley Bride Podcast. I'm Christina Lemmy, and I'm pleased to have jewelry designer Susie Fromer as my guest today. Susie grew up frequenting flea markets and antique shows, and when she was in high school, she joined her family's business selling vintage jewelry at Fromer's Antiques. Susie is also passionate about giving back to the community, and you can find her volunteering as a jewelry repair expert for her local repair cafe. Welcome to the show, Susie. Thank you so much. Now, what was it about flea markets and jewelry that intrigued you as a child? Because I know if I suggest to my kids, oh, hey, we're going to go to a flea market, I get the, oh, do we have to? (laughs) Well, so that's what we did. We went to flea markets. My parents were in the antique business and we did do some vacationing, but mostly our trips were around going to antique markets. So I think the jewelry was, my sister and I would just look at things um, because, you know, otherwise, you know, you have to make your own fun out of it. So we got into the vintage clothing. This was back in the eighties when that was just starting to be a thing. Sure. And for me, jewelry always. And uh, so uh, my sister's older, so she went to college first and I was still with my parents and I would go with them and I ended up buying a lot of vintage jewelry and sort of upcycling it before that was a thing. I, I, in particular, there's so many beautiful earrings that are for non-pierced ears. And I would turn those into pierced earrings and those sorts of things, um, changing them up so that they could be worn. And um, I mean, that was a long time ago, but it's so interesting to look back now when that's de rigueur and everybody is in the jewelry business wants to be sustainable and this and that. And I, I was rescuing things and repurposing them and giving them a new life uh, in the 80s. <laughs> so that's just been a passion of mine. Yeah, you were doing that before it was really a thing. <laughs> so because my parents were doing it. They were sure. they were, my father in particular, he was a wood shop teacher and this was their side thing. He but he was he would refinish the wood and they in particular um they focused on a lot of Victorian furniture and then woodworking tools. He was big in the woodworking tool collection area. And he was actually a, um, he was an appraiser for Smithsonian in the area of antique tools. So he was a real specialist, but the the idea of refinishing the tools and then they would be object art. They would be things people collected. That was also sort of new at that time. So that that's how I grew up was valuing things that were old and thinking about restoring them and not just tossing them. Oh, that's awesome. What a fabulous yeah. lesson that they taught you so early yeah. on. And it really has, I'm so happy to see how much attention that has now garnered from people, but I, um, the value of things that is old. And that's why the repair cafe in particular has been just such a passion for me that, to be able to go and do volunteer work to repair people's jewelry and give it back to them instead of them tossing it. And that's been really special. I do make my own jewelry and that's really where my focus has been, but I do kind of treasure the repair work. It's sort of my, my carbon offset, I think, for the new things that I make and send out. Nice. And where is that repair cafe located? So, I, so repair cafes are actually an international 
phenomenon. We started in, I believe, in the Netherlands, but we were fortunate enough to have some wonderful women in Hastings start one here in the River Towns. And it has since, it's been about three years, and I've participated in every one we've had, even some virtual online ones during COVID. Um, and uh, we've done them in Hastings, Dobbs, and then we just did one in Irvington, which is where I'm located. And it we're going to, the plan is to have them rotate between uh, the River Towns every three months so that there's always somebody there to repair your stuff. And, you know, instead of throwing it out, you just put it aside. I just found something. I'm like, okay, next repair cafe, I'm bringing this hair dryer because it's not working. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so that's the goal. And and anyone can start one and they're, they're hyper local. They have to be, but it's just really been a really a amazing opportunity for me to engage with community. And it's also been great to make clients, but it's, it's really more about giving back and, uh, showing people sustainability is real and we can all do it. Awesome. Um, now tell me about a little bit about your college experience. Oh yeah. That's where you learned metal smithing. I did. Which- I, I did. So and my father was a woodshop teacher, so I'll never forget. I had a work study job. So my first year I went to Dartmouth college, my first I think two terms you get assigned. So I got assigned to the dining hall as most people did, which I did not enjoy, but I toughed it out (laughs) and I did not enjoy it. Um, And then um, I was looking for my own work study job and there was a wood shop and right next to it was a jewelry studio. And I was drawn to that because my experience, you know, my father had a wood shop in the house. It's not for me. It's a little noisy, (laughs) Um, but I was always interested in the jewelry. Like I said, from, from working with my parents. Also, I'm a long time rock hound, as they say. I'm a, I'm a rock collector, gem and mineral collector. So I that to me sort of put together a lot of my interests. It was just a hobby. I was a film major in college, so I had a very different focus, but I really enjoyed that. And so that was my job was to, I learned, and then I taught other students to make jewelry. And it was just a, just a fun extracurricular. People would drop in and work in the studio and make pro- make projects which was pretty cool. It's a pretty cool opportunity to have for the students. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Now, what type of jewelry have you designed for brides? So I, I do a lot of, I love pearls. I I just, my thing, my emphasis is always the stones. And so I've really gotten into pearls and that has been very popular with brides. Uh, In particular, I do a few, I like vintage style a lot and I've done a line of Downton Abbey inspired pieces. And so that was one that I just sent off to someone. It was just the most heartwarming story because she was, it was down to the wire and she had just been sent my link. I have an Etsy shop. Someone had just sent it to her, a friend. And so she reached out and she's like, she bought it, but then she's like, can you get this to me? And I make everything to order. So okay. I sometimes put longer lead times just to make sure, but I, you know, if I need to get it to someone, I can pay the extra shipping and just make sure I get it faster. Mm-hmm. And so I sent it to her and I, I have a pair of earrings that matches, but one of the problems with Etsy is it's very hard to list multiple variables in one listing. So the pair of earrings was separate. And I could tell from her harried tone that she was under it and she didn't have time. She had probably not seen the earrings. So it was a very nice piece. It was big purchase, real pearls and pyrite stones. So I made a pair of earrings and I sent them along as a little freebie, a little thank you and a little congratulations on your wedding. She wrote me such a sweet note. She was like, I am literally crying, opening up this package. It was so thoughtful because she's like, I was just worried about what earrings I was going to wear. Sure. 
And then she sent me photos and she had, I didn't know because I hadn't seen really short hair. So the earrings were just perfect and just, you know, matched very subtle, but matched the necklace. It was really, I was, I felt good. I was very happy that I had had done that. Oh, wow. You gave me chills with that. I know. Like she was was meant to have those earrings. (laughs) It's funny because I have a friend, I'm new at this and I, you know, I have a friend who's in marketing and I had told her this story and she, she said, you should have upsold her. And I said, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know, I kind of believe in karma and I just, yeah. it was so easy for me to make them and send them and to get that response was, it was really, it really, that's why I do it. Right. I, I don't do it for the upsell. I do it for the mate makes me feel <laughs> and um, to be able to make other people feel that way. So it was, I, I was I felt rewarded for my choice. <laughs> nice. Well, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful reward. And now you have a testimony, testimonial that yes. you oh, can she wrote a lovely, use on yes. your store. <laughs> yes, she wrote a lovely review and, and just, it was, and she sent me photos and it was just beautiful. So, to, and to, it was really moving to see, she had a vintage style dress. And so she was seeking a vintage style necklace. Oh, and it was, yeah, it was really neat to see it. Nice. Now, do you do engagement rings as well, or I really- do, no? So I do not. I am not currently doing actual metalsmithing. Okay. Um, yeah, I work out of my house. Have <laughs> two inquisitive cats, and I will not be soldering <laughs> until I am out of the house to do that. But so I do a lot of bead work. I do pearls. I do pearl knotting, and I do wire wrapping. Not not like not what you think of when you think of wire wrapping, but you attach things with a wire to a chain. So I'm able to do things that are stone and chain, not just totally beaded. Uh, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. For one of my most popular pieces last year, it was, I called it the Kamala Harris pearls because it was this very iconic pearl necklace that she wore a lot. She wore at her inauguration Mm -hmm. and I made a version of it with a doubled over chain and the, there's basically wire that goes through the pearl and then it links to the chain. It's it's called a tin cup style to have where you have like a pearl and then chain in between. Because apparently Renee Russo wore one in the movie Tin Cup and it became very popular. Oh. That's what <laughs> I know. So old a reference. But I had to pay still, attention to those trends. <laughs> they called the tin cup necklace. And that was very popular. People, you know, so again, a lot of wire wrapping by attaching it. And, and then you don't have to be stuck with just beads. Um, but that's what I'm doing right now. It's. It's pretty okay. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. And I love how everything is custom. So, yeah. you know, you're not just walking into Macy's picking out a necklace. No, it, it is. Every very, other bride has, you know. That's right. And on and on Etsy, that's what people are there for. So that's that for me, that's been a good niche at this point. I, you know, I am looking to expand to my own website, but then you have to bring your own traffic. Uh, sure. So it's, you know, it's a big project. And I, I am a mom with two teenage boys and, you know, there is no post pandemic. We're still sort of going through so you know, it's right. a lot. It's a lot. So this Absolutely. is good for me to do while I'm home and while I'm still keeping an eye on them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So are there any current jewelry trends or requests that you get from brides? I mean, definitely an interest in pearls and I've seen that sort of continuing. Uh, you know, vintage is up to people. There's always a big vintage movement. And I, I follow a lot of people who are, I mean, there are a lot of people who are very dedicated to vintage style. I used to, you know, live out in Los Angeles. And I had a friend out there who was, um, I don't know if you remember the movie Pearl Harbor, but she which oh, was sure. like, right? So she was set during World War II. She was one of the people that um, was a swing dancing extra in the set. Because there are people who do that, just like the movie Swingers, who mm-hmm. are still doing the swing dancing. People really live that vintage lifestyle. 
while. So I, I, I see a lot of that going on. And those kind of folks are, of course, always going to be interested in vintage pieces and restoring vintage dresses. Um, but there's sort of a, a niche. I, I, I think it, honestly, a lot of trends come from TikTok. Like there's just, it's so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sold a piece. It wasn't for brides, but it was <laughs> the show um, Netflix. A lot of things come from Netflix. I, oh, I did a lot of Bridgerton pieces and that has been very popular. Okay, sure. And again, that's pearls. A lot of um, what I would call a pearl enhancer where there's a necklace made of pearls and then a little charm hanging off of it. So um, that I did a lot last year, two years ago when that came out. And again, it, the second season came out and there was a lot of interest. And I did a few things with faux pearls. Um, vintage. I always use vintage when I use faux. Otherwise, I, I'm happy to do things in uh, real freshwater pearl as well. Um, just a different price point. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Now, I know you mentioned that you like to add in some time for these custom pieces. Um, if somebody was to come to you today, like what yep. is your standard time frame for designing and, and creating? It, de- it depends. Um, two weeks helps me because it depends on, first of all, what's going on in my life. If well, we have sure. Some- crazy doctor's appointments or something. I might need a little more time. But one of the reasons I need time for custom orders is that I don't keep the materials here. I order them when I get an order. And so it depends on the timing. If someone needs it faster, then I have to pay super expedited shipping to get it here faster. I have a great pearl vendor who's in Jersey and if you UPS, it comes the next day. So that's fabulous. And I was able to go there and look at that was nice. Awesome. <laughs> um, so it really, that's what the, a lot of the timing depends on. And then of course, it, what, if I have a really crazy week with other things, it depends on me um, getting it done, but usually I can carve that time up pretty well if things aren't going nuts here. So, uh, if, you know, if it's a design process back and forth, oh, that always is, it's up to them getting back to me and, and making a decision too. But I, I can usually turn things around pretty quickly because again, I'm not making molds. I'm not carving wax. Those processes take longer because you're working with a, a supplier. I'm just putting things together and making things by hand. Okay. That makes sense. Do you have any most memorable stories um, for brides or a favorite piece that you created for somebody? Uh, I have to say, I mean, the most recent one was that beautiful Downton Abbey with the pearls. Uh, a lot of my stuff is not necessarily bridal, but that piece really speaks to people because it's got the cream pearls and then it's got um, pyrite in between. So it's like kind of a gunmetal gray, sparkly, and in low light, it's really spectacular. Oh, pretty. Yeah, thank you. But a lot of the pieces I've done are not necessarily wedding. And I've had several people, I had someone um, reach out and it was a different Downton Abbey, very similar in, in shape, but uh, black. It was all black. And it's, yes, round onyx and interspersed by tiny little uh, sparkling black spinel and very dramatic Lady Mary necklace. And someone wore it to their own book launch. They had written a book. <laughs> so, you know, not necessarily um, for a wedding, but certainly oh, that sounds pretty. Um, for other special events. I've had that, that sort of thing. Well, there are brides who like to do black and white weddings. You never <laughs> yeah, know. I didn't know that. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's funny. My mother-in-law loves to wear black and white. So I always design things for her in either black or black and white. And so for Mother's Day, one of the things I've been toying with is a line of, of pearl necklaces where it's sort of like a tin cup style, but with beads. So it's like a section of beads and then a pearl section. So I sent her one that was black spinel, this little tiny, very glittering, and then Akoya pearls in between larger Akoya pearls. So it's like a sort of like a Corona, you know, around the neck. It's like a very stunning piece at a very short length. So mm. yeah, I mean, I love those kinds of pieces too. 
All right. We're going to have to include some photos on the show notes for this episode. (laughs) I honestly, you just kind of go where your heart, your head and your heart are taking you at this point. And I've just been really into the pearls and I'm really into doing different things with the pearls. I I just like to sort of like reinvent. So I'm wearing a piece that's uh, just a very simple pearl necklace. It's, It's about five millimeter round six, about five or six. And then in the middle, I put a larger round one. So it's not graduated, but it has like this one center pearl Mm -hmm. that it's just like, you know, I just love to just think differently about it. And um, it's it's just interesting. Yeah, no fun. And what a great creative outlet too. You can do something different every time that you you sit down. Um, Is there any advice that you give for brides in terms of how they should think about what kind of jewelry to wear on their day or I think think it is they should just do what they want I really think it's a special thing and that jewelry will be special to you forever as having worn on your you know so I, I will say this I I you know if there's a special piece that maybe was someone else's you can think about incorporating it you could think about right? You can make your own bespoke piece and have something. I mean, I think that's a really underappreciated venue for incorporating a grandmother or a treasured relative's piece. I mean, everyone always puts such emphasis on wearing someone else's dress and no one really wants to do that, Mm -hmm. but you certainly can turn some other piece of jewelry into something that you could wear. And I think that's kind of a neat way to do that. Um, without having it to look vintage, it can still have vintage components that are special. So I think that's, that's, I would mention that as something people maybe don't think about. And I really enjoy doing that kind of work. Oh, well, and that's a beautiful memento, especially if the person is no longer with us. That's, I love that idea. Thank you. Pearls can, can, and do need to be restrung sometimes. And that's something else, or you can use some of the pearls you can use, you know, those sorts of things. I do a lot of pearl restringing. Um, and it, because it's on silk and it, it wears out and that is just what it is. There's no rule about when it needs to be restrung, but when it starts to stretch, and, cause I've been asked that, but when you can see, you know, things in between that shouldn't be there and, and this, it also gets dirty. So you just need to replace it. And also if a pearl gets damaged and you want to remove it or, but the most common thing I see is that the, um, just gives way at the end, the clasp has come off. So that's, uh, those are the, you know, those are just simple. A lot of people wear pearls. I think for, and for bridesmaids as well, you see a lot of very simple pearl necklaces and things like that. Oh, that's true. I, I, I yeah. forget about the bridesmaid gifts. Oh yeah. So is yeah. that something that you would be able to handle with, you know, creating a bride piece as well as bridesmaid gifts if somebody was yeah, interested? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so those are, you know, if you want to coordinate or if you want to you know, those sorts of things. I, I just think it's so important to just have something that you like. I, I, I've always been a jewelry person and I actually picked out my own engagement ring. Oh, you did? <laughs> um, yeah. My husband and I decided to get married and he knew better than to get me a ring because I picked it out myself. <laughs> so, you know, cause, and that was a long time ago. Yep. Yeah. I picked out a vintage ring setting. Actually, there was this really cool vintage store in Los Angeles. They were, it's called, it's still there. It's called Wanna Buy a Watch. And they specialized in vintage watches, but they also had a lot of vintage ring settings. And I picked a setting and then got it, had, had some work done to it and, and got a, a stone afterwards. Susie, why don't you give us your contact info and your social info for any brides who want to get, reach out to you? Sure. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Little Hook Co. 
My jewelry company is Little Hook Co. Jewelry. Uh, and I'm also on Etsy. And that's the shop name is also Little Hook Co. And there's on Etsy, there's no spaces. So that's how you have to look for it. Okay. Um, yeah. And we'll Etsy include deal. links in the show notes yeah. as well. Great. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I think there's so many cool gemstones and pearls out there that if that's your thing, you can do. And, you know, if you want something more traditional, that's also totally cool. You know? All right. Well, Susie, it's been a pleasure speaking to you and learning more about jewelry making. And I'm really pleased that we had the time together. What are the next steps? Brides, please like our Facebook page at HV Bride Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram with that same handle, HV Bride Podcast. If you're a wedding vendor, you can be a guest on this podcast. We are also open to chatting about sponsorship and advertising opportunities. Please send an email to podcast at hudsonvalleybride.com and we'll get in touch. And be sure to check out our website, hudsonvalleybride.com, where you'll find wedding planning articles as well as all the podcast episodes. Congratulations to all of our Hudson Valley Brides. And here's a champagne toast to fun wedding planning. <laughs>